Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message. But if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Morning and welcome to Morning Rant. We are looking at progression by which once we become saved, what do we do? And uh, we've been having this conversation about uh, the fact that we need to begin to step out and uh, the gifts that are deposited in you and I are there for a reason that it's for us to become effective in the kingdom of darkness or dealing with the children or the sons of disobedience, the children of disobedience, as the Bible calls them. Uh, we look at, um, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives. So when we become born again, we make this exchange because we talked about our condition and so forth. And the end result of this is that um, God wants us to do things, and he wants to do things through us. If you look through the scripture, you'll see stuff about it. Um, us being God's workmanship. We're going to talk about some of those things. We, uh, The Bible also talk, tells us that the steps of a righteous man is ordered by the Lord. And so these are some of the principles by which we, once we are now in this kingdom, that we are walking with God, for the just shall live by faith. And we begin to walk in faith. We become effective. We start applying the principles of God as we are having this relationship with him. Everything is based on our relationship with him because he's now going to teach us about loving people that we can't love because God loved us um, in our condition and craziness. And he's going to teach you and I how to love people that are like that, that are part of the kingdom. Um, the kingdom of darkness are the children of disobedience. And so we have to spend time with him because Jesus tells us that greater works than these that I do that, you know, you are going to do because I'm going to the Father, which is mentioned in John 14, 12, which we talked about before. And we talked about us, the fact that we are the light of the world. We talked about, we looked at, the focus on Galatians chapter 3, chapter 2, 20, which tells us that we make this exchange with Christ. And that is Christ living in us and we died. And because we died, 
there is now therefore now no condemnation. So when the enemy comes to us and say to you and I that we are this sinner, that sinner, that all of those different things, you are you have grounds by which you can say, now therefore there is now no condemnation. Now you and I are going to, uh, from time to time, revert back to the laws that we are familiar with uh, when we step out of faith. And uh, that is the issue that you and I are having in in the Christian world, in the realm of outside in the kingdom of darkness. They call that your personal development, personal growth, um, stuff like that. And the Bible does talk about personal growth and personal development. And we're going to mention some of the progress or, or the process by which that happens. And we'll see that it's very the same principle is what the children in the kingdom um, of darkness or the, the children of disobedience use within their framework. It's the same principle that you and I must use to become uh, sons of God. It tells us that we were slaves, and as we began, as we gain knowledge, and we are no longer children. Why we are no longer children? Because we're spending time with God, we're praying, we're reading the Word, we're studying. Because the Scripture tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God, um, because we're in this new location. And so we're trying to get this new information so that we can um, begin to walk in faith and uh, to do the will of the Father. So we're looking, and it tells us in Philippians 2.13, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work his good pleasure. So we see that Father is interested in you, and I want to become born again even before that. He's interested uh, before the foundation of the earth. Uh, we are now just walking through, bringing to pass the things that he's already established. So we see then that he is wants to work his good pleasure in us. What is his good pleasure? He, hey, guys, to love your enemies. That's good pleasure. Would you agree? Um, to love those that despisefully use you, pray for those, and, and all of that. That is some good pleasure. And so you and I, God wants you and I to look like him and to behave like him. And we can only do that when he is, when we allow Jesus in us to be magnified. I did a study about um, the statement. He says, he must increase and I must decrease. And Paul, John, John the Baptist had made that statement. And so I wanted to bring you guys that same information. And so you and I are not called to sit down or run to church every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then we go and party all the weekend, and then we cuss up a storm, and then we go back into work, and uh, that's what members do. And if you see that, uh, you know, but disciples will go, and when you come out of church and the preacher brings a sermon, you're going to go and study, is that correct? Is that right? You're going to be praying, and God is going to guide you into subjects that he wants to talk to you and bring good pleasure in, in your life. And that good pleasure, as I said, is being obedient to the Word of God and to see His will come to pass in your life. First John 4.12 Now, no one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and His love is perfected in us. These are the type of good pleasure that God wants to uh, give to you. And uh, one of the things that I, I tell people that uh, here the Scripture tells us this wonderful uh, information in Je Jeremiah chapter 
29, verse 11. I want to read that to you guys so that you can understand how detailed and how serious God is about you. He says uh, in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declared me, plans of welfare and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now, that is not just a plan, for I know the plans I have for you. So the Bible tells us that God was engaging um, in every individual's life before the foundation of the earth, and he was designing plans. It wasn't just, you know, seven days in the earth were up and all that stuff. Those are byproduct of his plan before the foundation of the earth because he had to put the, the creative place by which he could put his man. And so, but before that, all of these things were happening. He was designing um, the, uh, plans for you based on your decisions that you are going to make in your life. And so, that's why the scripture says God has provided a way out for every situation because he had already made plans for you to have access to all this information so that you can come out of your your situation. And his plan is for welfare and not for evil. So his plan is to assist you to get out. So that when you make this exchange about Jesus Christ and you have him, you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you. And so um, I want to talk to you guys and I'll let you know what John 15 says. It tells us that I am the true vine and my father is the uh, vine dresser. So we see this come, um, this relationship between Jesus Christ and, and God the Father. Every branch which is in, uh, in me that does not bear fruit. So you and I have an assignment to do. We have to bear fruit. And a lot of, I remember when we were, Back in the day in church, you know, they were telling us that uh, this is all about witnessing. You know, you got to bear fruit. You got to get out there and witness and all that kind of stuff. But this is not what this is talking about. It talks about those uh, fruit that you want to talk. The Bible calls it the fruit of the Spirit. And um, that which is love is perfected in us. So every uh, one that is, every branch in Christ Jesus that claiming to be a Christian, that's what I'm saying, watch these crazy men and women. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, that does not look like me, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. And so God will allow things to happen in your life that tribulation work at patience. And why? Because God wants to get away all of those dark things and those principles that you and I picked up and we're using to walk our walk in this life that we are familiar with while we were in that other kingdom. And so God is going to allow um, the enemy's personality and his character to help God to fulfill what he wants in our life, to perfect us. And so this uh, perfection is so that it is for God's good pleasure. And it is also for you, because you're going to look back at you a couple of years from now and go, wow, 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 I have changed. I am, I am growing. I am learning to um, personal development in Christ Jesus. One of the things that... 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Personal development, you hear people talk about the ego and all that type of stuff. And um, that is your soul, where your soul is, where every one of us takes things personal. But God tells us, don't do that. Don't take things personal because um, when you take things personal, that's how you get hurt. So you and I have to learn how to walk by faith in God and not uh, look at other people, but to put our trust in Him because He will never fail. And when we do this type of things, um, you live a life where you are not being hurt and so forth. But when you put your trust in other people, they'll crush, you'll come crushing down. So here you are in John 14. God is interested in giving fruit and bearing fruit in your life. And he's going to allow certain things. He tells that the father prunes. I mean, what does that mean? He's involved in your life. He is. Have you seen a wine dresser? Uh, the work, the, the the detail that they put into that vine, and the they they that uh, to to bring that profit prop and to do all the things. These guys are really interesting to watch and see how they are very familiar with the vines that are running through their vineyard. You and I may not be walk right through it and not paying attention, but the wine dresser is seeing things that you and I will never see because we are not a wine dresser. But the wine dresser is able to see things. He begins to prune things within you and the purpose of that so that you can become, uh, you can bear much more fruit. And that is uh, part of your progress and process as you begin, you've gotten saved now. So he's going to start chipping away at those behaviors, those mindset, uh, the information that you had stored within your soul, your corrupt soul that is still residing there, that the word of God is now going to excavate as God begins to prune it out of your life. You will bear more fruit. You will have more fruit of the spirit coming up. You will begin to walk in patience and all these different things. And so he is going to, he's very interested in you because why? Because the Bible tells us that he has a purpose, uh, God's uh, being God's workmanship. So God's workmanship, he's working in us and cleaning us up. As, and as he cleans us up, we are going to be, um, the scripture says, we are going to be some beautiful things to look at. Ephesians 2, uh, 10 says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ. As I mentioned to you in Galatians 20, uh, 2 20, we are um, created in Christ for, for what? For good works, guys. We got stuff to do, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that's why I told you, you guys have gifts residing within you that uh, uh, you know about it, but you haven't focused on them. When one becomes born again, they like the Spirit, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit will make those information known to you so that you can activate them. Many of them, we know that uh, some are activated by the laying on of hands, others through prayer and all of these different things. And so as you begin to be pruned by God 
things began to happen to us. The Bible tells us in Colossians 3.12, it says, put on them as God's chosen ones, uh, holy and beloved. So you and I are holy and beloved. And it doesn't matter what you think you are. You're holy and beloved in Christ. We have a compassionate heart. Many of us don't know or weren't familiar with that while we were in the uh, kingdom of darkness. We were pretty, pretty not compassionate. If you, if you know, we weren't kind. We weren't humble. Uh, we weren't anything dealing with meekness and patience. We, we, we got time for all of that, guys. But as you and I are being pruned, have been, um, worked on, if you will, by the word of God, as we gain more information and we see that this soul man of ours, um, the Bible tells us save the soul by the word of God, saving of the soul. And so God begins to do this workmanship. He begins to make us compassionate like Jesus. Jesus, the Bible tells us, have compassion on the people and heal them. He had compassion and did something. So we are going to get this compassionate heart. We're going to become and learn how to become kind like Jesus because the Bible tells us he's the express image of and likeness of the Father. He's going to teach us how to be meek in Christ. Um, now, not um, I live, but Christ lives in me. So we're going to allow the Jesus in us to come out, if you will, patience and so forth. Because uh, the Bible tells us, as I mentioned to you in Second Corinthians uh, 5, 17, and it tells us, therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. So that spirit man is new. Your soul is a mess. And the word of God is going to help us to fix that so that we can continue to grow and become beautified. Because the scripture said that's what God's intention is doing in beautifying us. Why? So that he can work through us. It is his good pleasure, according to Philippians 2.13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work his good pleasure. His good pleasure is so that you and I can learn how to love uh, patience, all those other things that we read briefly uh, a few seconds ago. So you and I are to be beautified. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, God is supposed to be, it said in First John 4, well, no one has seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us. So that main thing is love. So we got to learn how to do that. And his love is perfected in us. So we have to allow that in Christ because as you and I, we have a tendency when people do certain things to us, revert back to what we're familiar with. And then, but God is so just and so great that he provided a way by which we can come back and get into a right standing. And that is uh, the blood of Jesus Christ, which will cleanse us from all sins. So we see that. Uh, and John, we, we're going to continue this, and then we, uh, we'll close with that. You see that the, um, the vineyard is being tend to by the uh, vine dresser, and he prunes that it may bear more fruit. That's the purpose of you spending time with God, so that He can clean you up, you bear more fruit. Already, you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. So we see that the cleaning comes by the word, and the word begins to um, get into our spirit as we meditate on the word of God. It um, it will help to restore, as scripture says, restore our soul. Now he says, how do we do this? What, what, what happens to us? We have to abide in Christ. He says, abide in me, and I will abide in you. If you stay where you're at in me and allow me, 
to come out. He says, I'll do that. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine. And I can testify to this. But when you and I, quote unquote, are born again, but we don't spend time with God, we see how quickly we revert back to the old ways and um, we begin to cuss and, and do all the wonderful things. Um, when you look at a Christian that is doing that, quote unquote, a born again, a true born again, someone that has been changed of God, and he reverts back to that. He is reverting back because he is switched back to the old system. And the Bible says, because I've heard people talk about once saved, always saved, and that is such an erroneous uh, teaching because if that's the case, then, um, you know, you will look into some of that in, in, in the Word of God and tell them that's not the case. If you stay with me, we stay together. If not, you want to walk away, you want to walk away. So um, we know that Paul addressed that many times. He said, I was concerned that you guys... When you started in the gospel, you were turning away and so forth. So that teaching of one always say can get people killed or thrown into the, in um, hell, as the scripture says. So we see that we have to, unless I, it abides in you, in the vine, neither can you. So we have to stay within God abide in me, and I will abide in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine. The vine is a representation of Jesus in him, the scripture tells us. Neither can you unless you abide in me. So we got to stay in Christ because we've been allowed Christ in us to come out and teach us about all of these different fruit that we may be able to um, bear fruit and begin to change. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whosoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So I want to let you guys know that the Bible says the just shall live by faith, and we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is a victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.